the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. We're live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee, and uh, we are honored to have you with us today. It was just a little bit chilly getting up this morning and making the drive up uh, the Nature Coast to get here to the Capitol uh, in time for a 10 o'clock committee meeting, and uh, it is rather brisk here in Tallahassee. You know that um, the state capitol, if you've ever been here to Tallahassee, you know that it sits on top of a high hill, and in fact, it's the highest hill in the area. And that was by design from the um, earliest engineers when it was decided to put the state capitol here in Tallahassee, which represents the halfway mark between Pensacola and St. Augustine. If you've ever come up uh, from the south, you know it's very picturesque to come up uh, 27, uh, which ends up being the Appalachian Parkway, and as you come up, uh, you come around the bend, and you'll see the tall 22-second, 22 22-story 22 uh, Capitol uh, building itself. And then you see the round, uh, rounded roofs uh, with the um, Florida Senate on the left side under that rounded roof and the House of Representatives on the right side. And um, it, it's, a, it's just a beautiful sight, especially early in the morning. Uh, but let me tell you that there's another aspect of that. We had a pretty good wind chill this morning, and imagine uh, the last time you were in a city with a lot of downtown buildings. Well, with uh, Tallahassee being, uh, the capital being on top of the hill, and you've got a pretty good uh, size 22-story uh, structure, you can imagine that not only when you have a, a wind blowing and you have a wind chill, and uh, it is uh, circling and uh, bouncing off the resistance of the capital. You get some pretty good winds around the capital, and uh, when you add that to the temperature, let me just say that it was rather brisk. And uh, I made the big mistake this morning. 
a couple of my uh, Christmas presents from Mrs. Bunkley uh, included a new scarf and new gloves uh, to be able to wear because uh, in the uh, years that the legislature convenes in January, well, January and February and into March can be pretty cold up here. And um, I forgot the gloves and I forgot the scarf. Boy, could they have come in uh, handy this morning. But uh, it's going to get colder tonight. I think with the wind chill factor, I think we're going to be right at about 22 degrees. Uh, I think uh, as far as the um, thermometer is concerned, we're going to get down to 28. But uh, there's a pretty steady breeze up here, so it's going to be cold once again. And as I was looking on the horizon, uh, preparing for tomorrow already, I found that I'm going to have to be uh, over in the Senate bright and early in a committee meeting at 8 o'clock. And what that means is is that uh, it's going to be real cold about 7.30 uh, as we make our way over to uh, uh, that particular uh, hearing. And it's a very important hearing because it is the final stop for the uh, legislation concerning parental consent for an underage minor to be able to obtain an abortion. And, of course, that's uh, been uh, sponsored um, um, over in the Senate. And we're going to be in the Rules Committee tomorrow. For those of you in Polk County familiar with uh, Senator Kelly Stargell, uh, Kelly has been uh, uh, running that bill. And uh, that will be the final stop tomorrow in the Rules Committee before it goes, is uh, eligible to go to the full floor of the Florida Senate for final consideration. Just to give you an update over in the House, on the House calendar, Representative Graw has the House version. It only had one committee reference, and uh, that was uh, already accomplished a couple of three weeks ago, uh, if not four weeks ago. And uh, it is number two on the bills to be brought up uh, from the general list, ready to be heard by the full House, up into what they call the special order calendar, which is the bills that they are going to be hearing next on on the House floor. I suspect that as soon as um, um, Kelly Stargill's bill passes the Rules Committee, which I anticipate tomorrow, and then it will be ready for Senate consideration, probably we'll see that bill pop on up on the House side and be uh, on uh, the agenda maybe as early as next week uh, to begin having final deliberations. And that is uh, such good news uh, for those of us who are interested in um, uh, not only life, but also wanting to protect uh, our young ladies that are under the age of 18. You know, abortion is not a, a just a routine matter. Uh, and it is something that you can have complications, and especially young ladies having uh, physical abortions. Uh, you want to have, you want to either have the parents involved, you want to have the guardian involved, or whoever is legally responsible to uh, make sure that uh, that child is getting adequate protection and counsel. So, but anyway, um, we'll talk more about some of the bills that are here in Tallahassee in just a moment. And uh, while we're here, we're also keeping an eye on the impeachment 
trial that uh, reconvened at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, opening statements are as well as, uh, well, we haven't even got to the opening statements. We're having a lot to talk about, uh, uh, both sides um, getting after each other about what's going to be admissible, what's not going to be admissible, how this thing's going to be handled. And um, and quite frankly, uh, our colleague Jay Sekulow was, uh, uh, he is, he, he's one of the two main lawyers representing uh, the President of the United States, Donald Trump. And um, just before we came on the air, uh, I've been monitoring that, plus things at the Capitol, as being at the Capitol. Uh, he had a chance to uh, present uh, uh, his side of the version of what the House of Representatives uh, had done to the President, especially uh, during those early weeks when the Intelligence Committee chaired by Mr. Schiff, uh, was having those secret meetings uh, in the basement of the House where the the president's lawyers uh, were not able to attend. They weren't able to participate. So uh, he's been sort of reminding us as to how we got here today. 33 days. It's been 33 days since the House impeached the president. And uh, there was such a rush to judgment uh, in about uh, 40 some odd days, 44, 48 days. And it was national security and we have to do this now. And that was their mantra over and over and over again. And then they sat on it for 33 days. And so here we are today. Now I want to tell you that I would suggest for any of you uh, to tune in and to, to listen uh, to at least a few moments. You know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, try to listen just a little bit of each side. You probably are, are not anywhere near having the, uh, <laughs> the, the ability or the ambition or, or the wanna to listen to this whole thing because it's going to be long and drawn out at least in the first couple of days. Uh, they're set to go until 1 o'clock tonight. They're set to reconvene tomorrow at 1 o'clock and go to 1 a.m. tomorrow night. Part of that is is because um, Chief Justice Roberts certainly has his own responsibilities over at the United States Supreme Court, and he's had a couple of open days on his docket. And uh, not only does Mitch McConnell, who's the majority leader of the United States Senate, uh, wanting to uh, certainly uh, dispense with this trial sooner rather than later, that's up in the air, whether or not there's going to be additional witnesses called and how all of that uh, ends up um, turning out. But nonetheless, uh, he was uh, very much um, interested in this aggressive schedule to get started. And, of course, uh, now we're seeing the, uh, the whole uh, storyline flip. Because uh, Chuck Schumer, who's the minority leader in the U.S. Senate, he sounded like the Republicans have been sounding for weeks over in the U.S. House of Representatives. Well, and that's because in the House, uh, everything was run by the Democrats in the House under the Democratic leader, uh, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. I don't know that these House members are going to be all too happy because now they have gone to the Senate. And they are just, they're just presenting their case 
that chamber is run by not only Mitch McConnell, but a solid block of Republicans. So the rules of the game are going to be dictated by one side. This time it's the Republicans. And, uh, and uh, we're going to see how, how much of the squirming or complaining that's going to be part of what the, uh, the Democrats will be doing here as we move forward. That doesn't substitute the fact that uh, we need to be praying. This is serious stuff. Uh, we live in a dangerous world. Uh, we have, uh, from a conservative worldview or a socially conservative worldview, certainly an evangelical Christian worldview as it comes to the issues, not the man, not the person per se, but um, this president uh, has the, the country uh, really uh, going gangbusters on all cylinders, whether it's employment, the economy, uh, religious liberty. Um, this president, um, right now he's in Davos, Switzerland, meeting with the economic leaders of the world. He has not allowed any of this impeachment noise to interrupt uh, his vision, interrupt his agenda, and interrupt him carrying out uh, the business of state. And um, for that, we just need to be in prayer because this nation is very divided. And uh, at the at the current moment, uh, we happen to have uh, at least leadership in the White House who uh, is very, very sensitive and in line with the values that most of us on the conservative side of the aisle, the, uh, the Christian worldview uh, side of the aisle that we're very comfortable with. Um, it wouldn't take much uh, for sometime in the future for this to flip, and then uh, we would uh, certainly be um, feeling and singing another tune. This is a time to, to just spend time with the Lord, fellowship with Him, ask Him, ask Him to please just guide and just please for all of this to be in his will and matter of fact we'll talk about prayer coming up in the third hour got some questions about that i'm bill bunkley be back from tallahassee in a moment and famous, there are places to see and be seen. Fashion Week in Paris, the red carpet on Oscars night, and the Manatee County Fair. You'll cause instant Instagram envy while enjoying thrilling rides and midway games, scarfing down deliciously decadent fair food, and strolling through craft and livestock exhibits. The 2020 Manatee County Fair, the place to see and be seen. January 16th through 26th. Details at manateecountyfair.com. My name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176. 
1176 and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, 888-989-6525, or otaclass.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here live from Tallahassee. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Reminds you, coming up bottom of this hour, Shelly Shepard, excuse me, Shelly Shepard Gray is going to be with us. She is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author. She has a brand new novel called The Protected One. And as part of the Walnut Creek series, be talking to her in just a moment. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you know what it means to be under red flag conditions? We are under a red flag condition in most of Hillsborough County right now. So you might ask, what is a red flag condition? Well, right now it's uh, up in Brooksville, Spring Hill. Lakeland, Plant City, Winter Haven, Lake Wells, Tampa, Brandon, Lithia down in River Ranch. A red flag warning is issued by the National Weather Service. And what that means is right now we have a pretty unique situation. First of all, nobody should be outside burning anything. And the reason for that is, is that we're under a red flag alert that goes out to us as well as our firefighters and those that are in the land management agencies. Right now, we have such low humidity. I think it was at like 30%, 29 to 33%. It is ideal for um, a, a wildland fire combustion. And right now, a spark could start a fire. Everything's dry enough. The air is so dry that we could have a major fire pretty quickly. And um, oftentimes, I don't think a lot of people know what a red flag warning is. We don't get those often here uh, because of uh, uh, the usual high humidity and moisture rate that uh, we experience here in central Florida. So uh, just wanted to pass that along. Not that anybody in their right mind, right now, with the temperature a little bit brisk outside, 
Um, I know some people may be wanting to uh, do a little bonfire action to keep warm, but uh, remember that is uh, our firefighters' nightmare, and uh, they're going to be facing it again tonight because um, although this red flag warning is in effect uh, until 7 p.m. tonight, um, we're going to have a much colder night. And for those of you who uh, uh, want to know how cold it's going to be, well, I mentioned yesterday that our oak trees have no idea how to react. And now it's cold again. But we've gone from near record temperatures as far as uh, high temperatures. Now we're um, near freezing and overnight temperatures in the northern areas of our listing area uh, they're going to be in the 30s and believe it or not this is the first time they're going to be in the 30s in the last couple of years the last time that uh, for those of you in Tampa the last time that you saw temperatures as cold as they are projected to be tonight was way back on January the 18 18th of uh, 2018 Inland portions of our area actually dropped below 33 degrees. And remember when, um, of the few iguanas that we have up in in this area, remember the story uh, down in South Florida, it got so cold that the iguanas were actually getting frozen and they liked to be up in the trees. And remember that they were falling out of the, the perches uh, you know, the perch that they build in these trees in South Florida, and they were uh, rolling out on the ground because it was so cold. Now, it's not going to be that cold here, but keep in mind that in our bodies, I know that as I continue to uh, struggle with uh, my respiratory condition, that is liable to be, uh, you know, days and days and days before uh, I get any sort of relief that, uh you certainly feel the cold weather a lot more in that first cold snap once it's been warm. But um, so anyway, tonight um, it's going to be cold, very cold, all across central and northern part of Florida. And as I said, um, you get up to the Nature Coast on up to Tallahassee. Certainly, we're going to be in the 20s, and as I mentioned, we're going to be 22 degrees. Uh, with a wind chill later on tonight. But anyway, uh, good news is that um, Tampa Bay Times reporting that we should get back to seasonal. The seasonal average about 70-degree highs with lows around 50 degrees by Thursday or Friday toward the end of the week. So unlike when we have an opportunity to um, pray for our northern neighbors and States where they get days and days and days of blizzards and winter weather, we're not going to be able to um, negotiate that here. And that's part of what uh, makes uh, right here in Florida just a great place to live. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your point of view, with uh, the amount of people that are coming to the state, uh, it certainly is a draw. And everybody wants to come here. Everybody wants to have a piece of the action, and so with that, um, this is our home. And just be patient, because remember, every time you see one of those out-of-town license tags, 
Well, they're here visiting. They're here spending money. When they spend money, they pay sales tax. When they pay hotels, they have bed taxes. And so uh, this is an opportunity for us in the state of Florida uh, to be able to spend other people's money. And what I mean by that is is our our honored and well-respected tourists because uh, they're helping us to pay part of our bills here. And they have been coming in such large numbers, especially those that are moving here and uh, adding to uh, not only our economy, uh, but adding to the tax revenues that are being collected. Um, This is not going to be a difficult year at all for the Florida legislature to do a budget. Uh, The question is, you know, where are we going to find the money? And that certainly has been a challenge uh, in the 25 years, 24, 25 years I've been here year after year. This year, that's not the case. This year, what are we going to allocate the money that we have uh, that's coming in? So we'll watch that um, unfold as um, appropriations meetings are very much dominating the week here again here in Tallahassee. Well, I don't talk about novels often, but I want to talk about a novel called The Protected One, and um, it is written by Shelley Shepard Gray. We'll talk about that next Real Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump's impeachment trial underway as House managers and the president's legal team continue to debate rules. Earlier, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell had offered three days rather than two for opening arguments from each side. Democrats had objected to rules proposed by the Republican leader for compressed arguments and a speedy trial. The U.S. has its first case of a new virus that was found only last month in China. A U.S. resident who recently returned from a trip to central China has been diagnosed with that new virus. The man returned to the Seattle area in the middle of last week after traveling to the Wuhan area where the outbreak began. The man in his 30s in good condition at a hospital in Everett. He's not considered to be a threat to medical staff or public. The Dow is down 130 points. The Nasdaq is off eight. This is SRN News. I'm the visionary of fashion meets faith, and I get to be your speaker at the ladies' night out event for Faith Talk Radio. I want to teach you how to look better and feel better, but really how to feel better in how God made you. When I was growing up, I was always the tallest girl in the room, bigger features, everything, and it was hard. But what is it for you? What are those things that you're kind of upset about? Do you look in the mirror and say, oh my goodness, I just don't like the way that I look? Well, you've got to come to this event because I promise you one thing. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. Make sure you get your tickets. And it's at Mission Hill Church, Thursday, March 5th. I can't wait to be there with all of you that night. See you then. Get your tickets today for Ladies Night Out, March 5th at Mission Hill Church and Temple Terrace, featuring Sherry Brandell. And you could win a seven-day cruise courtesy of Travel Cats. Get your tickets for Ladies Night Out at letstalkfaith.com. 
Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're a homeowner, I've got great news that could save you money. In response to rising home prices, federal housing officials have stepped in to help make mortgages more affordable. Here's how. Some mortgage loans with specific maximum amounts are backed by government agencies, and those borrowers receive lower interest rates because the government insures them. But now the government is expanding the limits of these types of loans by 10% or higher. So what does that mean for you? It means a lot of people with mortgages will now qualify for lower interest rates because of this government expansion, and they don't even know it. So how do you know if you qualify? Easy. Just speak with one of our loan agents and ask if your mortgage now qualifies for a lower interest rate because of expanding loan limits. For a free quote, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-457-6947. That's 800-457-6947. 800-457-6947. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. And the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And we're back, Bill Bunkley, live in Tallahassee this afternoon as uh, the sun is starting to set. And uh, I wanted to have a chance to take a time out uh, when we usually have so many issues to discuss from a Christian worldview, uh, whether they are issues from right here in our uh, Central Florida listing area. And, of course, I'm in the state capitol today, and we're covering the state legislature. And, well, we've got uh, an impeachment trial that is now fully underway, which is uh, also part of the discussions around the water fountains. So much going on. Got the president over in Switzerland talking trade. Well, I wanted to take a time out and talk about a novel. I don't know about you, but uh, there are times when it is just time to sort of take uh, and carve out some time to get a good novel, get a good story. And I want to tell you that just because it's a novel, sometimes we can always learn from a novel. And where a novel happens to be uh, set and the characters that are in a particular novel, well, it also helps us to have a deeper understanding about uh, others who are sharing this life with us. Today I want to talk about a new novel, The Protected One. Uh, it is written by Shelley Shepard Gray. She is a New York Times and USA Today best-selling author. And one of the things that really caught my attention, uh, she is the author of more than 80 novels. Now, let me say that again, 80 novels. 
and many have been translated into multiple languages. She lives in Colorado with her family, and she writes full-time. And Shelley Shepard Gray, good to have you with us this afternoon. We How now are have you, you. Yes, uh, hey, it, it, It's great. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Um, oh, thank you. 80 novels. I mean, that's a lot of work. Tell us about <laughs> uh, your lifestyle because I know that you do a lot of um, investigative work. You do a lot of research. But my word, 80 novels is... Well, that's a high number. How do you do all that? You know, I've been writing for about 20 years, so um, I guess it's it's just I like to keep busy. Um, before I was writing, I was a sixth grade school teacher, so um, I uh, I mean this sincerely. Uh, I I don't think writing books is as hard as keeping 30 12 year olds you know, reasonably happy eight hours a day. So I'm a hard worker. Um, I I do do a lot of research. Um, I am, uh, I write a lot about the Amish and I am just so honored to um, be friends with quite a few um, Amish people. And so I I head up to Sugar Creek and Walnut Creek where this series um, takes place and visit with them and and ask a lot of questions. so uh, between that and, and writing, it, it just seems like a good fit for me. Hmm. And, of course, uh, we certainly, uh, in terms of the Amish, Amish and the Mennonites, uh, we have uh, many folks here in our listing area. So let's talk about the protective one. I know that uh, not only in these series you've been able to spend a lot of time with the Amish and are very intimately familiar um, with their lifestyle, And in this particular case, um, there's a county fair that's involved. And before we talk, let you talk about what this book, uh, give us a little flavor of how this novel unfolds. You also did a lot of research on fairs. Tell me about that. Well, some of it is just from experience. Um, I grew up in Houston, Texas, and, and uh, you know, we'd go to the state fair, and also I would go to the county fair. My, my father was involved with some of that. And so that just brought back good memories. I, I think um, a lot of us can all relate to going to some kind of um, little regional fair. Um, what I also did is, is I have um, a, a, just a real loyal group of, of readers, and we have a Facebook group together. And I, I started thinking, you know, I, I, I want some good details, but maybe that was a long time ago when I was a little girl going to the fair. So I, I asked them just for some things they remembered. Um, so between those two things, and uh, I, I had a, a pretty good inkling of, of what to write about. Um, the last thing I did, which was kind of fun, is, um, is I, I called up my, my Amish friend, Clara, and how our phone calls go is she has a phone chanting down the street so I leave her a message and then she calls me back so when we did talk on the phone I I was asking her about different county fairs she she had gone to and she was super helpful um for example I was I was asking her well what what have you won what did you get a blue ribbon for your bread or so forth and she said Shelly we, we don't enter the fair, we just go. And I'm like, okay, good to know. So um, I was really glad I had asked that question. Mm. i tell you what, and such a rich heritage with the Amish people for sure. We're talking about a novel this afternoon called The Protected 
Protective One uh, by Shelley Shepherd Gray. And so uh, let's talk about two of the main characters. You and you introduce uh, the readers of your novel to E.A. and to Will. Um, are they part of the ongoing Walnut Creek series, or can this be sort of a stand-alone novel? Um, each of my books is meant to be read as a standalone, but they definitely are part of a group. Um, when uh, This is the third novel in the four-book series. And when I decided to um, write, uh, pitch this, this uh, series, this Walnut Creek series, um, I had an idea of writing about a group of friends, um, I call them the eight, who some are English, some are Mennonite, some are Old Order Amish, some are New Order Amish, and they look at each other by their first names as friends, not, for example, as, oh, that's my Mennonite friend, EA, that's just, they just say, well, that, well there's EA. Um, so I, I really wanted to uh, convey that, the closeness of the relationship. But yes, for the protective one, um, the, this novel features two characters, E.A. and Will, who have always known each other, have always been kind of friends. But what happens fairly soon in this book is they start realizing that though they might be lifelong friends, there's an awful lot about each other that they had never known or even thought about. So um, I, I think a lot of us can, can relate to that. We might know someone for, for quite a long time, and lo and behold, you're having coffee with them, and um, something new comes along. So that's kind of the, 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 the train of thought that went through my head as I was writing. Mm. And what uh, especially young people deal with as they're growing and developing, and you can grow up and uh, have a group of friends, but then next thing you know, there's the next step, and uh, wow, I mean, maybe I'm looking for a mate, and who should that mate be? And then among friends, sometimes uh, things get a little confused. Is that part of your story here? It is to an extent, yes. Um, what what's kind of what I had fun with is is uh, that. Um when I the the book begins with a sitting on a on a front porch on a swing with her next door neighbor his name is David and everyone assumes that they're just gonna go courting and and get get engaged soon and including this boy and as she's sitting there uh, visiting with them she just something kind of clicks like you know what just because this is whatever we've all expected doesn't mean it feels right and later on as she's as she's talking to will mainly as a friend just you know i don't know i'm a little confused about my future um he says some things to her that really kind of just makes her want to reassess like her goals in her life so this is as much of a a romance as it is about uh, many characters in the novel um, kind of coming to a, um, a crisis in their life, if you will, and they need to make some decisions. Um, and I agree, um, Bill, there, I, I have a 26 and a 28-year-old, and I remember right around after college time and so forth, they, both my children were kind of figuring out, well, this is, this is where I, I thought I might be, but now I have some new goals. And I, I think that for me, I, I think that's healthy. It's, it's nice to um, just keep growing and changing, getting stronger. Um, I, I, I think that's kind of an exciting thing. Mm. And what about uh, if someone 
certainly has uh, understanding from the media about the Amish or the Mennonites, may not have ever visited a, an Amish or Mennonite community. You know, when you, you have uh, a novel such as the uh, protective one, you also do a lot of education for those of us who may not have been exposed to that lifestyle. Part of what the intrigue of the book is, uh, in addition to the relationships unfolding, but you really do a lot of, um, of informing uh, as people are reading this book, and maybe they've never read one in the series of Walnut Creek or about um, the lifestyle of these folks. Talk about that. You know, I when I first started writing about the Amish, my first book was called Hidden. Um, I, I I remember just being scared to death about the research because I I I wanted to get these facts right, um, and I I just asked a lot of questions, did a lot of research, and I would get confused because it would seem like, well, I, oh no, the Amish only do this. Um, and and uh, what, what I've learned over time and through conversations with um, with my Amish friends is there is no one way uh, of portraying them. Um, for example, I write about books. Um, I write about the Amish community in Holmes County. Walnut Creek is one of the towns there. There's 40,000 Amish in that community alone. So you take 40,000 of any group, and there's going to be a, lo- a lot of uh, variation of personalities and lifestyles. Um, that said, you're right. I, I do try hard to um, let a, a reader who may not ever get to vision on this community get a little taste of what it, of what it might be like. Um, I, it, it's a hard balance. I, I know sometimes I've, I've written some things in books and my editors had to say, okay, so maybe we don't need four pages exactly about how to can, you know, apples or so forth. So you, you want to keep the story moving, but you also want to add some realistic touches. Mm. Well, I want to tell you that the great things about novels, as I said at the outset of our interview, is number one, they're a form of an escape. Number two, they take you into the lives uh, of people that you can relate to. And then at the same time, uh, you also have a lot to learn. So uh, you might want to look into this one. It's called The Protective One. Uh, It is part of the Walnut Creek series. It's written by Shelley uh, Shepard Gray. And I want to tell you what, it just looks uh, looks like one that would really, really give you uh, some time away from all of these issues of the day. And, uh, Shelley, I thank you so much for spending a few moments this afternoon with us. And uh, we're recommending that our listeners uh, who want to get a good novel to pick up, not only this, but also others in the Walnut uh, Creek series. And we thank you for being with us today. All right. Going to take a time out uh, when we come back. Have you heard what happened to Tim Tebow? That's right. We got some major breaking news, and it's international news as well. That's coming up next on the Bill Bunkley Show. What reminds you that our entire show and the podcast will be available after 6 p.m. at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. You can listen to it online or download the podcast. Up next... What in the world happened with Tim Tebow? We'll be right back.
Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're like most people, then saving money in 2020 is on your New Year's resolution list. At Cash Call Mortgage, that's one resolution we can help you achieve. Right now, we're offering an incredibly low 2.875%, 3.076% APR, 15-year fixed loan. So if you have a mortgage interest rate of 2.99% or greater, call us and see how much you can save on your current mortgage payment. We can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing cost. At Cash Call Mortgage, our New Year's resolution is to help folks save money and have a happier financial new year. For a free quote to see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call us at 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. When was the last time the owner of a heating and AC company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your AC trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Landa Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, February 2nd from 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Landa Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 41 years of experience, Landa Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Classes are available for PK3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. 
Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. But if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses. There were future power people throwing love to the loveless, shining the light because they wanted it seen. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here live from Tallahassee this afternoon. Glad that you're with us. Um going to be wrapping things up for this hour in just a moment, but uh, surprise, surprise, surprise for some of you, and I know that I'm going to probably break some hearts, and that's because some of you have probably known that uh, the all-star NFL quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, one of those individuals that have entered the Mr. Gator Club, uh, Tim Tebow, Well, you know that he was engaged uh, to the former Miss Universe, uh, Demi Lee Neal Peters uh, from South Africa. And um, there was a 7.25 carat diamond ring on her hand. And now we have learned this past weekend that uh, via the breaking news out of South Africa, Tim Tebow is hitched. He is now off the market. And uh, certainly we wish the the Tebows all the rest. They actually uh, got hitched at the La Paris Estate in Cape Town, South Africa. And actually it was Monday night. Pardon me. I just assumed it was this weekend. And People Magazine were on the scene and breaking the story. Uh, The ceremony itself, I'm told, was about 30 minutes long, and uh, there was about 250 guests, an intimate affair, and uh, they both had a chance to uh, read um, their own vows and uh, had a chance to to share. Uh, Tim Tebow was quoted as, as telling People Magazine, quote, I want the vows to be perfect. And I'm leaving in the traditional things like till death do us part, but I'm also adding some of my own things to it. Now, this was, um, this was on Tim Tebow's uh, Twitter. Uh, he wrote, a question I'm asked a lot is what have I learned throughout the wedding planning process? Without a doubt, my bride and I are better together than we ever were apart. As we started planning the wedding, one thing we knew we wanted to do was to give all of our guests the option to support the mission of uh, the Tim Tebow Foundation in lieu of wedding gifts. Uh, At the Knot made it so easy for Demi and I to create a registry that reflects our heart and lifestyle. From entertaining items uh, to the charity registry to help the Tim Tebow Foundation continue fighting for those who can't fight for themselves. If you want to check out how we set up our registry, 
head to the link in the bio, and that is the Knot Registry. It hashtag the Knot Registry, and uh, that was on his uh, particular um, announcement. Miss um, um, Peters wore a custom gown from David's Bridal. Well, Mr. Tebow wore a tuxedo by Anatar Lavar. Uh, the ceremony and reception featured a mix of traditions from America and South Africa, including their regional foods such as steak, pasta. Hmm, did you have mussels at your wedding? They had mussels and assorted cheeses. Peter said that, uh, hey, we're both very traditional. We wanted to look back at the wedding and see that it was intimate, elegant, and traditional. We definitely wanted it to be something that we could look back on and know that nothing was dated. We want to remember this day for the rest of our lives. So, uh, Timmy is off the market, and uh, we want to express uh, our congratulations to the new bride and groom. Also reminding you, I think it's, uh, what, the first Friday in March. I don't have the exact date, but uh, Tim Tebow is coming to Idaho Baptist Church. Uh, It's a ticketed event, and so, uh, again, um, a lot of um, families are coming out uh, for him to to hear his address that evening. And if you want to find out more, it's on the Idaho Baptist website. But um, I want to tell you how much, just as we get ready to go to a break, how much I really appreciate Tim Tebow uh, because he has, um, you know, he has stuck to his walk. He has been an excellent role model for so many people. And um, as he continues to do things his way, including playing in the minor leagues for the Mets and enjoying that process, still has a heart for the ministry of his parents in the Philippines with the orphans. Uh, you have seen his annual galas uh, for those with special needs. Tell you what, it's a special guy that was raised by uh, a special set of parents, and uh, we're so proud to be able to be claiming a part of that heritage from right here in the state of Florida. And, of course, uh, those that are listening, they're Gator flan- fans. And i got to say, even those for the Seminoles, There was a lot of mutual respect, even though we have these deep rivalries. Well, from a chilly Tallahassee, going to take a few moments and uh, reposition ourselves. Of course, as always, more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Live from the state capitol. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And guess what? I'll be looking for you. Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. 
When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Democrats have been using day one of arguments in the Trump impeachment trial to attack Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's plan to proceed to a trial without hearing from new witnesses. Bob Agnew reports from Capitol Hill. Speaking for the prosecution, House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff warned against bias in the proceedings leading to a predetermined outcome. He insisted a fair trial in the GOP-controlled Senate would mean calling relevant witnesses and issuing subpoenas for certain documents the president has withheld. None of the House impeachment managers, though, strayed far from the central point made by Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer in his opening remarks. A trial without evidence is not a trial. It's a cover-up. For more on what the president's impeachment team had to say about that, we go to Greg Cluxton at the White House. Bob, in his opening remarks, White House counsel Pat Cipollone, the president's lead lawyer, declared that House Democrats have no case. When you look at these articles of impeachment, they're not only ridiculous, they are dangerous to our republic. Meanwhile, President Trump tweeted from Switzerland, read the transcripts, a reference to the summaries of his phone calls with Ukraine's president. I'm Greg Clugston at the White House. Now with more news, here's John Scott. Thank you, Greg. Also at SRNews.com, the U.S. has its first case of the new virus that was found only last month in China. A U.S. resident who recently returned from a trip to central China has been diagnosed with that new virus. He returned to the Seattle area last week after traveling to the Wuhan area where the outbreak began. The man is in his 30s and is in good condition at a hospital. The Supreme Court refusing to consider a fast-track review of a lawsuit that threatens the Obama-era health care law. The law, it makes it likely, unlikely now, the justices will decide that case before the 2020 election. This is SRN News. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips. With the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-458-4221. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. 1-800-458-4221. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-458-4221. 1-800-458-4221. An NFL executive gives the glory to God. There was a lot of celebrating in Kansas City on Sunday as the Chiefs won the AFC Championship and punched their ticket to the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. In the post-game trophy presentation, Chief CEO Clark Hunt told CBS that he thanks God for the team's victory, adding, quote, 
The glory belongs to him, and this trophy belongs to the best fans in the National Football League. The team provides chapel services for both players and fans. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The Trump campaign trying to increase its support within the Latino evangelical community. Vice President Mike Pence recently spoke to a large Latino church in the Orlando area. The vice president said President Trump deserves re-election because of a strong economy, a robust military, and his record on religious liberty. Evangelicals in attendance said they're enthusiastic about the Trump-Pence ticket for a second term. This is as celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's word. Will you make him Lord of your life, Lord of your relationships, Lord of your resources, Lord of all that you are and all that you have? Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, 888-989-6525, or otaclass.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. We are live from the state capitol in Tallahassee this afternoon as the second week of the 60-day session is very much underway. Yesterday, the observance of Dr. Martin Luther King Day brought uh, a cessation of all committee and legislative activities, but they were back at it very early this morning on a very cool morning here at the state capitol. I want to welcome in, in addition to our Faith Talk audience, uh, those of you on our answer stations this afternoon. And I know that um, probably the number one water cooler conversation, even if you're not following it, and I don't expect you to follow it necessarily, you know, minute by minute, but that is the uh, resumption of the impeachment trial of President Donald John Trump in the United States Senate. Now, um, we're a little bit um, uh, after the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, promptly at 1 o'clock uh, in the Senate chambers, uh, Chief Justice Roberts uh, hit the gavel, and uh, they began. Before that, there was uh, a brief opening statement by both the Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and the Minority Leader uh, for the Democrats, and that was uh, Chuck Schumer. To give you an idea of what's been transpiring uh, over the last few hours, Basically, this is going to be a 12-hour session. They're going to be going all the way up until 1 o'clock this morning. And uh, what are they doing? What is the first part that's happening? Well, this is a, this is a pretty nasty dispute. This is um, probably very much the evidence of the divide in this country. Uh, between uh, conservatives and liberals, the far left, and I'd also say the far right. So what have they been doing for the last few hours? They're arguing about the rules. 
Mitch McConnell is the Senate president. Excuse me, he's the majority leader. In the Florida legislature, we have a Senate president. And um, the roles are reversed. I was waiting to uh, watch, and I had a chance to balance some of my responsibilities uh, at the Capitol, as well as listening to uh, the opening um, moments, uh, if you will, and have been dipping back and in prior to being on the show here at 3 o'clock. And it's just like what happened in the House. In the House of Representatives, in the Congress, the U.S. Congress, the Democrat Party is totally and completely in charge. They ran the impeachment investigation and they brought the two articles of impeachment. It basically was a partisan affair. Make no mistake about that. The Republicans virtually had no say about anything. The president, in the opening weeks of the inquiry, not done by the Judiciary Committee, but done by the Intelligence Committee and Adam Schiff, well, that was down in a top-secret bunker. Some members of the Republican Party weren't allowed in. The president wasn't allowed in. His lawyer wasn't allowed in. And talk about um, something that was just so patently unfair. Well, remember the old saying that, you know what, what goes around comes around. And what happens when the chickens and the roosters, you know what, and they, they start, you know, getting up and roosting, yeah, you know what, the medicine is coming back to the house. And that's because over in the Senate, first of all, it's a whole different ballgame. First of all, there's 435 members in the House of Representatives. If you've ever thought about what it's like herding cats, well, when you get to a chamber that big and then you have such splinter groups such as the squad, and by the way, you haven't heard much of the squad lately, but I'm sure they'll resurface, but uh, right now they are not going to serve the purpose of the media And because they're not going to serve the purpose of the media, in my opinion, that's why you're not hearing a lot about them. But now it's on the turf. Only 100 senators. And by the way, uh, 50-50 is the demarcation and the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, with the Republican troops. They absolutely have a very, very comfortable majority, a simple majority. And remember, when all the shenanigans are done, when this show tar- this this house show trial, which I believe will be brought to a conclusion, remember that you need two thirds of the Senate to throw the president out of office. So what is it, twenty or twenty-two Republican senators? Whether, whether you're on the left, the right, the up, the down, the yellow, the red, the green, whatever it is, if you honestly know how to read the tea leaves, President Donald Trump is not going to be removed from office. It's not going to happen. The question is, quite frankly, is what if any further damage, and that is if you even will acquiesce that the president's been damaged in all of this, 
you know, what further damage can be done and what further um, um, instances can roll forth that we can get a sound bite, we can get a video bite, you know, uh, stuff that's going to be used in the commercials from now until the election, certainly a lot toward the election. And this is all about power politics. But the problem here is that now the Republicans are in charge. Mitch McConnell is in charge. And it's interesting because Chuck Schumer, you know, it's not like the product that came over from the House of Representatives is his product from his Democrats in the Senate. No, he's got to take the product of Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi, uh, a very, very weak two-pronged product, certainly nothing in there that you would overturn a presidential election and to actually remove uh, a president of the United States from office. It is something that now Chuck Schumer has had to take on the role that the Republicans had over in the House of Representatives, and that is to scream bloody murder, to scream bloody unfairness, to scream cover-up. I mean, keep in mind that you're going to hear over the next uh, 24, 48, 72 hours, you are going to hear a lot of buzzwords coming from the minority party as well as the House uh, Democrat impeachment team, also led by Adam Schiff. And keep in mind that they're going to be floating uh, various uh, cries, (coughs) and as they are um, introducing those into the political um, marketplace, you can better believe that there's going to be focus groups and uh, opinion groups that are going to be uh, assessing um, what is most effective, what is what is uh, ringing. And by the way, I'm going to say um, they're not going to do a lot of focus groups on Republicans because they've got nothing there. So they're going to do focus groups on Democrats, and they're going to do focus groups on independents because understand this is, this is what I call a Hail Mary, and just no disrespect to my Catholic friends, but this is a Hail Mary. Um, I, I think that uh, the polling has been pretty evident, and um, the the fact that Mike Bloomberg got into the race on the Democrat side, it's, it's pretty clear that uh, it's looking more and more each moment, and this has been the case for a couple of three months, that it's probably going to be a real long shot to even be able to beat President Trump. But having said that, um, they've got to do everything in their power. And I want to leave you with this. It is, it is improper to, to live your life about what I'm about to suggest, but on the other hand, it's a fact of life. Have you ever been so upset with someone, maybe it's a boss, maybe it's a family member, you know? Have you ever been so upset and obsessed 
with just disliking someone. Now, I want to tell you, as a Christ follower, you know, as we follow the word of God, we, we are, we Christians, if we are following the lead of the Holy Spirit and following the word, we don't get to that place. First of all, you should not hate anyone. And we're not about getting grudges solved in our power. No, we're turned more to, well, you know, let it go, turn another cheek. God's going to deal with that somewhere down the road. But, but let me just say that even growing up, you probably remember where you just absolutely, you just, you just despise someone so bad. And when that happens, if you're interacting with that person or other persons that know them, you know, usually you start doing, saying, and reacting in ways that only reflect poorly on yourself. And I want to tell you that I believe that those dedicated Democrats who were absolutely sure that Hillary Clinton was not only going to be their candidate, but going to be their president. And you've got many subsector groups on the left, whether it's labor, whether it's gay rights, whether it's abortion rights or whatnot. Hillary was going was going to be the one that was really going to move this ball down the field for the left after Barack Obama. And here comes this, this, this billionaire, this very blusterous, um, heavy-handed New Yorker by the name of Donald Trump. Arrogant, flashy, whatnot. And guess what? He beat their Hillary Clinton. Not only were they shocked, but they have gotten so mad, so angry, and so hatred. Uh, demonstrating hatred toward him. All we who see what's going on, all we who have the wisdom, especially the, the Christian wisdom, to know and to look and say, look at all this nonsense. This is a burning hatred for the guy that took out their candidate and everything he has done. He is so diametrically opposed to that agenda. They are so mad, it's, it's apoplectic. They do not know, and they haven't known what to do for some time. And that's why I like Jerry Nadler and others. Hey, elect me to judiciary, we're going to impeach this guy. I mean, it's been impeachment since day one. It's been an impeachment looking for an allegation that would stick. They've gone through two or three, now they're on this one. Newsflash, this isn't going to stick either. What are your thoughts? Agree or disagree? 877-943-9673. This is Bill Bunkley. We're live from Tallahassee. Don't go away. You're right back. Another last-minute adventure from Hotels.com. 
After nine hours in the car, we were almost home from vacation. Things were going well until... Sparkles! We left my hamster. Sparkles. They headed back for Sparkles, but they didn't know about last-minute deals from Hotels.com. So we slept in our car. Life happens, and when it does, Hotels.com has a last-minute deal. Right now, find great deals in Orlando, Atlanta, and throughout Florida. Hotels.com. Be smart. Book smart. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now's your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, the faith is not away. Eternal in the heaven. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line. Weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. We're live in Tallahassee. That phone number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, it is so cold, you know, that some of the Florida water parks uh, are sh- have shut down yesterday and are going to be shut down again today. Probably going to be shut down maybe even tomorrow. And that just gives you an idea of how cold it actually is uh, going to be. Well, as uh, we are here in Tallahassee, let me ask you a question. We're going to shift from uh, the impeachment, going to shift to the national scene. What do you think about vaping? Now, we've covered this topic a, a couple of times Uh, There have been some real issues with those uh, who um, have uh, chosen to go down uh, the route of uh, using uh, vaping um, delivery um, uh, items. And, of course, as they're trying, been trying to get to the root of um, where some of these uh, horrible uh, situations have occurred from some who have been vaping, (coughs) understandably, some of this has to do with um, um, sort of the street products for, for vaping and uh, the products that you would buy at a retail outlet. But nonetheless, we have a vaping problem. Now, let me ask you a question. What's interesting is, is that I don't vape, I don't smoke, 
Um, in fact, I don't know if I know anybody who does vape or at least vapes publicly enough for myself or anybody else to know it. But it is interesting. You know, I have, I don't know about you, but um, it just strikes me if I'm at a traffic light, probably not today. Most everybody has their windows roll up today, roll up today. But I've been in a traffic light, maybe you have as well, where you've got all this white steam that just absolutely comes out the side of a window, usually the driver's side, just just because it's a lot of people are just driving by themselves. And it almost looks like the steam that comes out of the of the the train, um, you know, over at Bush Gardens that travels through the African belt, the steam train. And uh, it's just amazing when I look at that and I think, wow, all of that was inside of a lung. Now, so it begs the question, vaping is one of those things that has gotten to a point where it's been very much abused. So who's abusing it? Well, there's a lot of young kids. Middle school, high school. I'm sure if I dug down deep enough, we would find a a few issues of kids that were vaping in the uh, upper grades of uh, elementary school. And chances are those kids are not using these devices to vape the kind of materials that are coming from some of the retail sources. So there is an alarm about vaping. So I'm going to ask you a question. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. There are some legislators here in Tallahassee who believe that the vaping age in Florida should be raised to the age of 21. Now, I recognize that the whole idea about e-cigarettes, it's a big, big, big deal with some of our young people. And so the legislature is considering raising the age on all tobacco products. Right now, it's the age of 18. They want to raise that to 21. Now, Florida uh, isn't the pioneer in this area. The whole idea about setting the minimum age for vaping at 21, keep in mind there are other, there are 18 out of 50 states. 18 states have already gone before Florida and have made a minimum of 21 years of age. And, by the way, as we speak, there's other legislatures this year that are going to be considering it. So by the time we were to look at these statistics come next January, uh, Florida might be one, but there's going to be others. 
And what bothers me is we don't know the effects of vaping. We really don't know everything about it. All I know is, is that as someone who is recovering from AML leukemia, and I've got a ways to go, I didn't get that by smoking. I'm not alleging that I did. But with my time that I've spent over the last couple of years at the Moffitt Cancer Center there in Tampa, seeing and interacting with so many different patients with so many different forms of cancer, I just want to just quickly say, you know, my platform would be don't smoke, don't vape, don't, you know, all the excessive, all the things that you do, you kill your liver, you know, my immune system is suppressed because I'm I'm taking drugs to make this bone marrow transplant work. But the whole idea about what what we ingest in our bodies And the other thing to tell you is remember that those of you who are Christ followers, remember that we believe that in this age, at this time, you know, our bodies are actually the temple of the Holy Spirit of God in each and every one of us who's accepted him. And sometimes I'll tell the young people, let me ask you a question. Would you walk up to Jesus, or for that matter, anybody that you love and respect, but would you walk up to Jesus, take a drag off a joint or a cigarette, and just blow smoke in his face? Well, then if you're a follower of Christ and you are, you know, filling this, we're not talking about medical purposes, we're talking about all this recreational aspect of it. It just seems to me that there's so much wisdom in America today that, Don't even go there. Don't even do that. Advocates in the industry, they say that vaping vaping is safe. We've had a representative from uh, Sarasota who called in a couple months ago, and uh, I certainly acknowledge their thoughts in in that position. But the numbers of teenagers that are vaping, it 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 is going up very quick. So I will tell you that I believe that vaping ought to be illegal under 21 years of age. What do you think? I'm Bill Bunkley, live in Tallahassee. Let's check in with us on SRN News. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Democrats have been using day one of arguments in the Trump impeachment trial to attack Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's plan to proceed to a trial without hearing from new witnesses. McConnell changed his proposed rules for the trial after senators objected. He's now offering three days rather than two for opening arguments from each side. Democrats objected strongly to rules proposed by the Republican leader for compressed arguments and a speedy trial. The U.S. has its first case of a new virus that was found only last month in China. Health officials say they expect to see more around the world in the coming days. A U.S. resident who recently returned from a trip to central China has been diagnosed with the virus. He's hospitalized near Seattle in good condition. Stocks falling today. The Dow fell 152 points. The Nasdaq was off 18 and the S&P dropped 8 points. This is SRN News. 
Among the rich and famous, there are places to see and be seen. Fashion Week in Paris, the red carpet on Oscars night, and the Manatee County Fair. That dress. You'll cause instant Instagram envy while enjoying thrilling rides and midway games, scarfing down deliciously decadent fair food, and strolling through craft and livestock exhibits. The 2020 Manatee County Fair, the place to see and be seen. January 16th to 26th. Details at manateecountyfair.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here live from the state capitol in Tallahassee. We've been talking a little bit about impeachment, been talking a little bit about uh, vaping. I want to talk about another topic that's um, happening here in Tallahassee. How many of you love to go to the beach? How many of you think that our public beaches are 
one of the gems of, uh, well, quite frankly, the Sunshine State. Now, depending on where you live, on the West Coast, at least to my knowledge around the the Pinellas uh, Sun Coast, can't say I'm as familiar with the Sarasota Gulf Coast, but the question is about the Florida beaches. And um, before I get to the Florida beaches, Jose, what uh, what's the topic for our caller? All right, let's do this. I want to talk about another bill that has to do with the Florida beaches. But we've got a caller on the vaping uh, issue and uh, legislators, legislators possibly um, uh, having that legislation move through both the House and the Senate this year on raising the age to 21. And uh, who do we have, Jose? We have Phil from St. Pete, and uh, our callers are important to us, so... Let's hold off on um, my information to you, and I want to ask you what you think about public beaches. But let's go back to vaping. Let's go to Phil in uh, St. Pete. Phil, thanks for calling this afternoon. Hey, hey, Bill. This is your friend from Blackshear, Georgia. <laughs> uh, Wonderful. Good to have you with us. Yes, sir. Now, as far as vaping goes, uh, yes, I would be 100, 100% for the uh, age being raised to 21. Uh, you're going to get a lot of flack about, well, I'm old enough to serve in the military, why can't I vape? You're going to get some of that flack, but no, I'm for that. And uh, as I told you before, I'm a, I'm a moderate Republican. I voted for Trump, but I'm, I'm eclectic uh, on different issues. Now, going to the vaping, with me, that and this, this is something you may not like. I'm curious how you feel about this. I'm 100% for what Mike Bloomberg did in New York City. When they limit the amount of uh, sugary drinks you can have, like up to 16 ounces or something, I'm 100% for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we have a diabetic uh, epidemic in this country. It's getting worse. And um, unfortunately, we're going to have to protect ourselves from ourselves, even though the right wing doesn't like this. I'm 100% for labeling of food. I like to know how much saturated fats in my food. Did you say labeling? Uh, Did you say labeling? Did you say labeling? Yes. Okay, I got you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we can pick it up and see what's in it. Um, Let's take take motorcycle helmets. Here's here's my issue. All these tough guys. Boy, you're really you're really you're really throwing me all the good ones today. Go ahead. (laughs) Here's a motorcycle helmet. All these tough guys. Oh, I don't need a motorcycle helmet. That would be fine if when you had the accident. We didn't go and pick you up. That would be fine if once you had brain damage, you didn't apply for Social Security, <coughs> and you got $2,000 a month for 50 years because you were too stupid to wear a motorcycle helmet. So we do. We so tell you- me. So so tell me. Tell me this, and, and this is not a trick question. So we're talking about vaping, and these are the these are the conversations what I call the cul-de-sacs that we get into with other ways that we, uh, or, or in ways that we judge other aspects of, say, a libertarian's point of view or total freedom. How do you, um, not a trick question, 
if you if you are for not allowing vaping till 21, um, then how do you then take away the sugar in drinks? Now, this is not an adversarial question. I'm just interested how you work through it. Well, I don't see where there's any difference in those two things. Uh, uh, the general principle is we have to protect people from themselves because we pay the bill when they get diabetes. When they get diabetes, we pay for their amputation, we pay for their insulin, we pay for all the bills. We pay for the Social Security disability. So but pay- is there but is but is there a difference if you talk about cigarette any kind any kind of intake of cigarette smoke is not good for you. Uh, any, you know, we, I don't want to get into the marijuana, but certainly marijuana with the TAC today, I, I, I think the, the public is very undereducated about the potential health risks lungs down the road. But you, you take the soft drinks. Um, a soft drink, if somebody has a Coke a week, that's the regular Coke, or a Pepsi, or Canada Dry, I'm trying to say all of them, the, you know, you got an issue there because excessive drinking is one thing, but unlike, you know, cigarette smoke or anything, you know, you can have a Coke a week and it may not be the best thing to take five or six, you know, teaspoonful of sugar in the bottom of the can. But, but uh, talk about that difference. Well, a Coke a week is fine uh, on an individual basis, but even to sell a product uh, that has 18, 20, 24 ounces, 30 ounces of of sugar in it actually should be against the law. Even yogurt, <laughs> your, your sugared yogurt in, in this country, you pick up some of these things, they're 29 grams of fat, excuse me, 29 grams of sugar. Yeah, yeah, small, yeah. And you think you're getting something good. A chicken pot pie, quite frankly, <laughs> should be against the law. The next time you're in the uh, grocery store, pick up a chicken pot pie with beautiful vegetables, etc. Look at the back of it, and it has like, 12 grams of saturated fat or nine grams sodium. of sodium. It's, it's, it's the sodium, salt. Uh, How about you? sodium? I mean, that, that sodium and much of what well, we eat in the tasty foods are what's, what's bad for us. Sodium's terrible, too. By the way, if I had cancer, I'd, I'd be taking turmeric pills. I don't know if you take turmeric pills or not. How about fructose? Would, How about fructose? Fructose and everything. Anyway, let's let's circle back. Let's circle back to the vaping because we're getting a little bit off course. So so anyway, um, your point would be uh, my point would be, I think that I would err on the side of safety with inhaling this uh, in the lungs. Uh, And I think that, yes, I I certainly at the front of the line respecting folks who serve this nation, uh, 18 to 21. Um, I just think that uh, when we, when I hear the horror stories up here about the kids that are caught up in vaping and they're getting this off the street, it's just bad news. And, and so I'll give you the last word. Well, I'll tell you, my last word is going to be quickly on the beaches. <laughs> it's a funny thing about these. <laughs> I haven't even got there yet. Go ahead. <laughs> funny thing about the beaches, whenever uh, we're walking on the beach, they say, it's my beach. Get off the beach, and this is this is I'm made of free in five generations back. Get off, get off my beach. Okay, we'll say that. Get off my beach. I haven't heard that. That does happen. Okay, here's the problem. It's their beach now. Once we have a hurricane, and it has to be renourished. Guess what? It's the public beach. Guess what else, Bill? 
Everyone that lives, let's say you live on Reddington Beach, you live right on the beach, you have a, a million-dollar home on the beach, your flood insurance is heavily subsidized by people living in Ocala, in Ocala living in a mobile home. Flood insurance, a lot of your flood insurance bills are is paid by the federal government. Your wind insurance is subsidized by the Florida legislature. If they lose money, they raise the rates. So people living on the beach are having their flood insurance subsidized, their wind insurance subsidized, their homeless insurance subsidized if they're other citizens, which most of them are, and they're getting big deductions on their mortgage interest. So guess what? They're getting a lot of benefits. They shouldn't be getting. So the question is, and by the way, you've just done my segment because those were two of the things I was going to point out in that debate. Um should a public homeowner who has their land deeded into the Gulf of Mexico, and that can change whether we have uh, oceans rising or falling, and then, as you said, with beach and beach renourishment, wh- where do you think that the state of Florida should outlaw, outlaw uh, private property owners from allowing people to go down the, the waterway, uh, or do you think they have a right to block it off? I think it's just, I think it's public. I think I'm all for the public in that issue. All for the public. When they buy the beach, they should know. People use those beaches for years. I grew up on Jacksonville Beach. Never had a problem walking up and down the beach. You could even drive on Jacksonville Beach. This is nonsense. Most of these people are quite frankly northerners. They come down here. And uh, they want to. Oh, this is my beach. All right, we love that. We we love the northerners because you're paying part of your sales tax. So let's remember that as well, too. <laughs> hey, Phil, we got to take a break, but uh, uh, good points this afternoon. And uh, I'm going to share a little bit more about uh, the beaches in just a moment. And uh, Phil was joining us from um, St. Pete. Now, as we talk about the big debate about Florida's beaches. Now, the other side is there are folks that are among us that, especially after nightfall, they uh, attempt to seek out uh, some of the private beaches uh, that landowners actually own uh, their property rights that go into um, into the water. And... Um, there's uh, there's a policing issue that's also part of this question with uh, people who own their own private um, uh, waterfront properties on beaches because people tend to want to go to those beaches after hours where there's not a lot of people coming through because it's well known that that's a private beach. And uh, they tend to go to those areas and set up shop and put down the beach blanket and you know, yada, 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 I won't go further than that. And so um, it's an interesting debate that is um, coming to fruition here in the state legislature. The other thing is, I think it's Joe Gruders uh, from uh, in Sarasota, Bradenton area, who's a state senator, also head of the Florida Republican Party. Um, how about smoking on the beach? I want to tell you that in the last couple of years, well, let's go back because I have not been able to really sit out on the beach like I used to uh, since my uh, treatment for leukemia uh, because melanoma is um, a a little more of a problem now because of uh, what I've been through. But I I can tell you that there's times that uh, I'm very family friendly. You know, we like to go to the beach. 
We like to go to the beach. We don't like to hear the F-bombs. Uh, we don't like to hear the loud boom boxes right next to us. And we certainly don't like to have made a decision to be on the wrong side of the, of the, the wind uh, and that the folks who are occupying the other part of the private beach right next to us, uh, if they're smoking, uh, you know how that goes. The next thing you know, you might as well be smoking your own cigarette when you're at the beach enjoying that time and you're inhaling secondhand smoke. So here's another question. Want to weigh in? Should smoking or vaping or anything... Should that be eradicated on our public beaches? 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley in Tallahassee. If you want to bring it up and talk about it, let me hear from you. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska... You'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, this is Sherry Brandow, and I'm the visionary of Fashion Meets Faith, and I get to be your speaker at the Ladies' Night Out event for Big Talk Radio. I'm going to teach you how to look better and feel better, but really how to feel better in how God made you. When I was growing up, I was always the tallest girl in the room, bigger features, everything, and it was hard. Well, what is it for you? What are those things that you're kind of upset about? Do you look in the mirror and say, oh my goodness, I just don't like the way that I look? You've got to come to this event because I promise you one thing. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. Make sure you get your tickets. And it's at Mission Hill Church, Thursday, March 5th. I can't wait to be there with all of you that night. See you then. Get your tickets today for Ladies Night Out, March 5th at Mission Hill Church and Temple Terrace, featuring Sherry Brandell. And you could win a seven-day cruise courtesy of Travel Cats. Get your tickets for Ladies Night Out at letstalkfaith.com. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-727-9105. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525. 
888-989-6525 or otaclass.com. Landa Lakes Christian School is holding their annual open house Sunday, February 2nd from 1 to 3 at First Baptist Church of Landa Lakes. Come for a tour and meet the faculty. With over 41 years of experience, Landa Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, National Council for Private Schools Accreditation, and recognized by the Florida Department of Education. Classes are available for PK3 through 12th grade. Learn more at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Hi, this is Terrence Allen. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer, but you can prevent this disease. If you're 50 or older, get screened. Please do everything that you can to stay around for yourself and for your family. Screening saves lives. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Here we got some breaking news coming in from Hillsborough County, and this is probably pretty important. If you have a, um, a son or daughter or maybe a grandson, granddaughter, niece or nephew who is uh, attending public school in Hillsborough County, uh, this just in, the Hillsborough County School Board has selected Addison Davis as the next superintendent for the school district. Uh, as you know, that there have been in the midst of a, of a search for a new separate superintendent now that Jeff Eakins had announced uh, some time back that he was going to retire, and they had it down to uh, three different folks, and now they have selected um, Addison Davis. Now, let me tell you, Addison comes from Clay County. Clay County is just a little bit to the south, um, southwest of uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, it's a pretty good-sized school district. That's where he currently serves as the superintendent of schools. Um, this is the official statement from Hillsborough County. In a unit, By the way, Hillsborough County Schools, I should say. In a unanimous vote, Hillsborough County School Board members selected Addison Davis as our district's incoming superintendent, capping a seven-month nationwide search. Mr. Davis is a career educator, becoming first um, a classroom teacher who has spent more than 20 years educating and supporting students right here in Florida. He has served as the superintendent in Clay County, Florida since 2016, and when the, within his first year, he was named a 2017-2018 superintendent to watch by the National School Public Relations Association. Well, I guess they've been watching him pretty good because here we are in 2020, and four years later, he's going to a one of the largest school districts in the nation, and. Um, um, he was also finalist uh, this past year for Florida's Superintendent of the Year. 
Now, um, while he was with Clay County, uh, he has been accredited with improving the district's overall graduation rate to an all-time record high of 91.9% of students graduating. He also increased the percentage of A and B schools, pretty impressive number, from 63% to 92%. That certainly gets my attention. And for the first time in the history of Clay County, African-American students recorded a higher graduation rate than uh, the district uh, average. And um, he believes in putting students' best interest at the heart of all decision-making. He's goal-based oriented in his management. And he believes in building a school system that embraces the entire uh, community. Uh, he graduated from Guilford, uh, Guilford College in Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, with a B.A. Uh, in uh, Exercise Science and Physical Education. Uh, that came from Jacksonville University in Jacksonville. And he got a master's degree in educational leadership. He and his wife, Natalie, are going to be heading this way with Madison and Caitlin, two of his daughters. And I want to tell you that we're going to miss uh, Jeff Eakins. Of course, he's a member of Bell Shoals Baptist Church, and uh, he will retire after being with the Hillsborough County School System for 31 years. So I want to bring that to you. Education is uh, very, very important. And um, as we look forward to the new superintendent, um, this is uh, certainly an area where public schools are very, very important. And uh, how our schools uh, treat our students, how they teach our students, how they're able to uh, evaluate uh, where our students are at and where they could be, and providing the programs for them to excel. Very, very tall responsibility, and so uh, we certainly wish him well. Well, we're going to be wrapping up our second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this afternoon, uh, coming to you live from the state capitol in Tallahassee. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on the hum, hum, hum. Now, that humming is uh, the ongoing drone from the United States Senate as the um, the impeachment trial is uh, going forth. Remember that your senators, when they are in session, they have to sit in their seats. They can't walk around. They can't check their cell phones. They can't. Be on on devices. They just have to sit and listen. And so the question is, when will their patience wear out? Where either on the Democrat side, Republican side, we'll have to watch all of this because certainly the allegations that have come forth, um, wow, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of resources, and a lot of legislation not getting done as uh, we continue to go down this road. Well, in the um, uh, third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, one of the president's two key lawyers, Jay Sekulow. Well, I doubt whether he's on today, but Jay Sekulow Live is on. His son will be taking the reins. And so that's coming up next on our answer stations. You can join me for hour number three of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be over on AM 570 around uh, throughout West Central Florida. AM 910 in Plant City, 102.1 in Lakeland FM, 100.3 FM in Hudson. I'll look for you to join me on the other side. I'll be right back.
How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The yeas are 53, the nays are 47. The amendment is tabled. Chief Justice John Roberts announcing a vote on Senator Chuck Schumer's initial amendment request for White House documents. It was defeated along a party-line vote this afternoon. Day one of arguments in the Trump impeachment trial has featured heated debate over Leader McConnell's proposal for the rules and timelines of the proceedings. Leading Democrats have said that during the president's impeachment trial, it would actually be the Senate itself on trial, demanding to hear from new witnesses. Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer is calling the process rigged, but Leader McConnell says the House articles are based on what he calls the most rushed and least thorough impeachment in American history. His scheduling order allows both sides to make their case and then senators to ask follow-up questions. After that, they may call new witnesses. It's a process, he says, is almost identical to the one approved by all senators for both parties during the Clinton impeachment trial back in 1999. Bye, New Capitol Hill. Countries around the world gear up for a response to the new China coronavirus. Nations have begun body temperature checks at airports, railway stations and along highways in hopes of catching people carrying a new coronavirus that's believed to have spread from central China and sickened more than 200 people. A recent confirmation that the disease can spread between humans has heightened fears as millions of Chinese travel during the annual Lunar New Year holiday. The measures are part of a widening effort aimed at preventing a repeat of the 2002-03 outbreak of SARS, another coronavirus that started in China and killed nearly 800 people. I'm Charles DeLadesma. A 30-year-old resident of Snohomish County, Washington, who recently returned from a trip to China, has been diagnosed with the new virus. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 152 points. The Nasdaq dropped 18. The S&P 500 down 9. This is SRN News. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-458-4221. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. 1-800-458-4221. 
1-800-458-4221. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-458-4221. North Korea is number one again on the annual Open Doors USA list of the countries where persecution of Christians is the worst. That regime has been number one on the world, watch this for 18 years, is just such a difficult environment for Christian faith. Dr. David Curry is CEO of Open Doors USA. This government is trying to crush anything that that could see to rally people around any idea other than the communist no-God agenda. View the full list at opendoorsusa.org. Hungary's Jewish community has commemorated the 75th anniversary of the liberation by Soviet troops of the Buddhist ghetto, where over 70,000 Jews were confined near the end of World War II. While some 550,000 Hungarian Jews were killed during the Holocaust in Nazi-run death camps and forced labor battalions or by the Nazis' Hungarian allies, many Budapest Jews survived the war. This celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. Be not drunk with wine in which is excess, but be what? Filled with the Spirit. This is the believer's gas. This is the fuel. This is what makes it go. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And if you're just joining us, uh, boy, it's great to have you on board. Reminding you that if you missed uh, both hour number one and hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show, that uh, we will have uh, the podcast of all three hours, and that will be posted on our website at letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com, just click on the podcast page, and you can either listen to our, our program that you missed online, or you can download it and take it with you, as um, we've had a, a great day here in Tallahassee. Well, the sun is uh, probably going to be down pretty well by the time that uh, we finish our show today at 6. And um, 
It's going to get uh, rather chilly here and uh, rather chilly there back in the uh, west central Florida area. In the northern areas of our broadcast area, you're going to be under a freeze warning tonight, so make sure you heard our midday host, um, Casey Bill, talking about, uh, you know, bring the animals in, cover up the plants. Uh, if you have exposed pipes, uh, keep that water dripping throughout the night and uh, all the things that I know you know, but sometimes we have folks that uh, have come in um, to our area from maybe even a, a, a drier, warmer climate. Most of the folks who are coming in, though, from the Northeast, they certainly have had a lot of experience with dealing with freezing temperatures. Just got to remind them that there are a few times that it happens here in Florida, and tonight's going to be one of those nights. Of course, from the Nature Coast all the way up here to Tallahassee, uh, it's going to be a cold one tonight. Um, we're going to be down to about 22 degrees with the wind chill factor uh, overnight tonight. And so it's time to um, stay indoors, bundle up for all the folks that are here uh, in and around the state capitol. Well, a lot's going on, and there's no doubt that one of the major focuses of the nation is the impeachment trial. And for those of us who are men and women of faith, oftentimes it's this issue and many other issues. You'll hear me and others or your pastor say, hey, put this on your prayer list. This is something that you need to pray about. So in conjunction with a a new series that um, I began last Sunday, um, at Idaho Baptist Church, bright and early at 8 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Uh, I am one of the co-teachers for the Faithful Servants class and um, started a new uh, topical series. We usually take a book of the Bible. In fact, uh, after we are, are done with a, a two- or three-week uh, series in-depth look at, look at prayer, that I'm leading out in, I'll be leading out uh, in a study of the book of Ephesians uh, in the next uh, three or four weeks or so. But um, I wanted to share, and I'll be sharing a little bit as we go along, uh, our class wanted to drill down on prayer. Now, I'm, I'm really fortunate because, uh, first of all, if you're up at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning, you're pretty serious about your faith. And if you are up and in a Bible fellowship class at 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, ready to see what the Holy Spirit, the Lord, wants to unpack for you, you, you really got, um, you know, a love and an interest for the Word and uh, the accompanying faith. So I am blessed with um, the class, a class that has been so good to Mrs. Bunkley and I and Zach and have seen us through so much over these uh, you know, all these months since March 17, when I was um, diagnosed with AML leukemia and still making that journey. But prayer has um, prayer has taken on such a, a deeper meaning for me these past few months. And uh, I've done a lot of drilling down on biblical prayer. Now, of course, everybody kind of throws around prayer sort of lightly, but I thought we'd have a little quiet time together this afternoon. And and um, as um, 
you know, a lot of the issues are coming to a close, at least for today here in Tallahassee. The, the impeachment deal will go on to 1 o'clock, so if you want to pop in any time when you get home, you can listen for a few minutes and get a flavor of that. And then what you'll want to probably do is read the cliff notes rather than watch it all the way through. But we are told to pray for those in authority. We are told to pray for the sick, the infirmed. And there are all sorts of things that we pray for. But have you ever considered what is involved with biblical prayer? Probably a good place to start is just what is prayer? Is prayer just um, relating to God like he's our holy bellhop? And what I mean by that, oh, Lord, I need another $100 this week. Oh, Lord, you know I need a new car. Oh, Lord, you know I got to do this. I need that. How often do we just go to the Lord asking for things? And and I'm not necessarily saying there's anything wrong with asking for a need, but quite frankly, you know, in the midst of asking for needs, there, there seems to slip in a whole lot of wants. And we'll talk about just what prayer is in a moment. But I want to ask you a question. Is your prayer life a ministry? It is, is it part of your walk with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? On a scale to 1 to 10 in your life, How much of a priority or how much of an importance is prayer? On a scale to 1 to 10, 10 being absolutely, essentially, uh, over-the-top important. All the way down to, well, you know what? I'm in church on Sunday. I try to hit Wednesday night. But, you know, if I were to ask you on a Friday... How many times did you go to the Lord this week from Monday morning? If you were to take out the the time clock, how much time did you spend in prayer this week? Now, if 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 you're there in traffic and sort of thinking about it, don't don't change the dial because a lot of people they'll understand the importance of making prayer a priority. And and that's why I want to let the Holy Spirit just kind of talk to me and talk to you as well. But prayer is a ministry. Because you see, prayer is, prayer is how we communicate with God the Father. And we do that now in this age through His Son, Jesus Christ. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. And by the way, since when you pull out your guidebook for living, which is the Bible, people don't realize that the Holy Spirit that dwells within you, if you are a legitimate follower of Christ, prayer initiates with the Holy Spirit. Anytime you're reading the Word and you come across a passage, and that passage relates to what you are dealing with, and, and you know that you will 
quote that passage to the Lord and say, Lord, I am, I am lifting up this word to you because it's relevant in my life. Guess what? Guess who initiated that passage? It's the Holy Spirit. And because, you know, men and women of old have been inspired by the Holy Spirit. And that's how we got the books of the Bible. You got to ask yourself, is prayer necessary? Do I really need to do this prayer thing? I would tell you absolutely. And I would tell you, you need to do it right. And when I say do it right, not, not how Bill Bunkley tells you how to do it. No, what does the Bible say about how to pray? It is powerful. And remember that prayer, let me ask you a question. Is prayer a monologue or a dialogue? Well, it's not a monologue. Now, some people, it might be a monologue if they don't know the Lord and they're just, you know, asking, complaining, blah, 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 blah. You know, Lord may not be hearing all those prayers. But for a follower of Christ, it is a dialogue. And you are having a dialogue with the creator of everything. And this almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that God is so interested in you through his son Jesus and with the Holy Spirit inside of you, you can have this communication and God will speak to you. I'm not telling you that you're going to hear God in an audible voice, but if you will pray and share and be in the Word, and then in your quiet time have some, some, some quite frankly, just, just sit and, and, and listen, you'll hear in your spirit. So we're going to take a break in a minute, and i got some more to share for today. We'll share a little bit every day, but let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like your prayer life was lacking something. Have you ever felt like, you know, if I really am being honest, I just, something's not there. I'm just not clicking with God. And one of the follow-up questions I would ask you then is, do you have an organized prayer life? Now, you have organized time to get your kids to school. You've got organized time to, well, sometimes clean the house or others are doing that for you. You've got organized time to go out and have your tennis or golf lessons. You've got your organized time that you need to be at work. You've got your organized time of what to accomplish at work. Have you ever, ever thought about the fact that your communication with God is not just as important, probably more important than any of those activities I just mentioned? And the question is, do you have a roadmap? Do you have a plan? Do you have a specific place in your home? Maybe where you work. Where do you go to meet with God and how do you meet with God? Have you thought that out? Have you planned it? Have you searched the scriptures? There's a lot to this idea of prayer. And my last question before we take a break is the prayers that you pray, are they authentic? Are they authentic? I'm Bill Bunkley, live from Tallahassee. We'll have more to talk about 
meeting with the Lord, meeting in prayer. We'll be right back. Competition in other places. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Joe, technician from Safe Light Auto Glass. My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at safelight.com. No one makes replacing the windshield easier. Plus, she loved how SafeLight emails a photo of the technician so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon. Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to safelight.com. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. Among the rich and famous, there are places to see and be seen. Fashion Week in Paris, the red carpet on Oscars night, and the Manatee County Fair. That dress. You'll cause instant Instagram envy while enjoying thrilling rides and midway games, scarfing down deliciously decadent fair food, and strolling through craft and livestock exhibits. The 2020 Manatee County Fair, the place to see and be seen. January 16th through 26th. Details at manateecountyfair.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Joe Buckley here. We're live in Tallahassee on this afternoon. And it's been a very busy day. Up early, uh, on the road, getting up here by uh, 10 o'clock uh, for a committee meeting. And, yeah, I'm, a, I'm certainly a little bit tired. And with this bug that I've been carrying, it uh, certainly is not easy. But you know what? I bet you that you had a pretty busy day, too. And some of you are in traffic on the way home. And there's a lot to do, a lot to accomplish. So as we talk about being honest about the priority of prayer, the first question is, just today, how much, how much interaction have you had with the God of the universe? How much interaction have you had with him as you invoke the name of his son, as you communicate with him through prayer. Now let me ask you a question. Is prayer all about asking for you, asking God to do something for you or someone else? Or is prayer part of the process of understanding 
that he already has a plan. He already knows what he's going to do. He has a direct will. And because he's given us choice, he also has permissive will. And I want to tell you that the reason for praying is to be able to pray and communicate with the Father. And I'm not talking about, you know, um, like going under the the camera on one of the expressways where they very quick drive-by picture of your license tag. No, I'm not talking about a drive-by prayer. I'm talking about that was supposed to be a 24-7 relationship between you and the Lord. Because you see, the idea of our prayer is to talk with the Lord, share your prayer requests. And if you understand what biblical prayer is all about, you first are, first of all, you praise the Lord. You thank him for what he's done in your life. You ask him to forgive you of your sins, to wash your pure and clean. So nothing comes between you and him. But then what you really are praying for, God's will in your life, whether it has to do with the broken down car or the rebellious son or daughter or whatever is happening, because realize that before you were even conceived, understand that the scriptures are very clear. God not only had a plan for your life before you were conceived way back when. But guess what? Today, this second, he's got that plan for you. And the question is, how much are you on his plan? Or are you on your own plan? That's the key to prayer. And so if we just ask God to to do things, you know, realize that oftentimes, you know, you're not you're not praying to God to ask him to change his mind. You're not praying to God for him to come up with an audible. When you pray for a loved one that is sick, and when people were praying for me and I prayed for myself, I said, Lord, I, I don't know what to pray right now. I don't know to pray that you are preparing to take me home to heaven. Or I don't know if to pray to be to go much deeper with you right now because this is going to be a deep valley, a bend in the road, but you have more for me to do in ministry. And today I am... Um, I, 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 my, my prayer life, I, I believe I'm in, uh, I'm in accordance with the Lord, that i got a year and a half left, but I'm, I'm working on what I believe is his will, that he has more for me to do for him, in him. Which leads me to the next question. When you pray, what is your motive when you pray? What's your real motive? Do you bring your prejudices about people or things into your prayer? Or do you come and say, Lord, I just want to, you know what, 
I may have some prejudices here. I, I may have some some aughts, but I just want to come into your presence because I want to do your will. What should I do in this situation? How do I get out of this? Because you know there's God's way and your way. Now, who do you think has the more successful plan? No doubt about it. It's not us. And especially knowing that prayers are initiated in the Spirit. Have you ever stopped to contemplate the Apostle Paul? You know, we are talking to Apostle Paul. This is where I, I, I talk about the fact of our practicing the presence of the Lord 24-7. Paul tells us, Prayer is so important that we should pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Have you ever asked yourself the question, did Paul ever stop praying? Did did Paul ever have uh, any private times where the Lord was switched on or the Lord was switched off? You know, oftentimes if we practice the presence of the Lord, our thought life, our conduct, our words would be so much different. Because I tell you what, if Jesus was sitting in the room, sitting in the passenger side of your car right now, I bet you your thought life would be a whole lot different. Your language could be a whole lot different. Your attitude toward people could be a whole lot different. And that's why it's important for you to know how to pray and how to pray biblically, how to pray effectively, and also understand the things that you may be doing in your life right now that are actually blocking or hindering your prayers to God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about this in the coming days as well. I'm going to share a little bit from my Bible study. And uh, I know that uh, my Bible fellowship class on Sunday morning is is just really fired up about uh, our study and wanting to know exactly how do we become not only prayer warriors, but how do we position ourselves to be effective in prayer? Do you want to be effective as well? Well, Learn how to lift up biblical prayers. I'm Bill Monkley, live in Tallahassee. More in a moment. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. By a party-line vote of 53 to 47, the Senate has voted to table the first of several amendments put forth by Democrat Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. The senators voted not to demand White House documents. The Senate will also vote on whether to demand State Department and Defense Department documents. And there may be other amendments to be voted on. The U.S. on Tuesday reported its first case of a new and potentially deadly virus circulating in China, saying a Washington state resident who returned last week from the outbreak's epicenter was hospitalized near Seattle. The man, identified only as a Snohomish resident in his 30s, was in good condition and wasn't considered a threat to the medical staff 
or the public. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 152 points. The Nasdaq dropped 18. The S&P lower by 9. Oil down to 58.25 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. Just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. Hi, Tom Bodette wearing a poncho to prove a point. Ponchos may not be in style, but mark my words, they will be. How do I know? Well, we've been saying Motel 6 has clean, comfortable rooms for the lowest price of any national chain for years. And now suddenly, frugal is all the rage. What next? One word. Ponchos. Book your room online at motel6.com. I'm Tom Bodette in a sassy poncho for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm. phones, Mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds, Mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you gotta say that again. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou! He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 a.m. as we welcome Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jesus is real, folks, and he cares about you. I know he's about new beginnings and breaking the bondage over our lives that has held us. And if we'll turn our faces to him in humility and sincerity, he'll bring freedom to our lives. We don't have to leave here like we came. Don't miss Alan Jackson Ministries. Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk, 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Hi, I'm Jimmy Smith. Colorectal cancer is highly preventable, yet it is the second leading cancer killer of men and women in the U.S. But it doesn't have to be. So please get screened for colorectal cancer. I did. If you're 50 or older, get screened for colorectal cancer. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Scary where you go. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here live from our state capitol in Tallahassee, Florida this afternoon. And um, now I want to talk. I've got a couple of uh, warnings. I've got a couple of uh, heads up uh, in the area of uh, media and um, not just media, but in entertainment media. Now, you know, a couple of days ago, we let you know that there was a new series on the uh, on the Disney platform. 
It's called the Owl House. The Owl House. Now, this is a cartoon series by Disney, and we're going to talk about World View. There's a distinct difference between a Christian worldview and a secular or pagan worldview. If you're just considering coming to Christ, these might not be clear uh, terms to you, but the idea is that we as Christians who have given our lives to Jesus Christ, we have uh, what I would call the owner's manual. We have 66 books. Some of them are letters called epistles, but it is what um, we rely upon as the owner's manual for our life. We are to live a set-apart life, and if we are following him, we are going to live a life that looks oftentimes very different than the culture around us, and that has been true for literally hundreds and thousands of years. So, you have kids. Are you raising them up in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord? Do you want to raise them up in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord? Understand that Disney has a new cartoon called Owl House. This cartoon, straight up, is going to teach your children that being a witch is a good thing. Not a make-believe thing, per se. It is a good thing. And this recently premiered on the Disney Channel. This series absolutely displays witchcraft as something very good, something very positive, and you use witchcraft to fight evil. Witchcraft is part of evilness. That's the truth. Disney is not sharing the truth. Yes, it's a fantasy, and that's a fantasy statement, but that's not true. And that's certainly not what should be taught to children who are being brought up in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. We have been warned to stay very clear of witchcraft and sorcery in the word, sorcery. But CBN had a guest who was a former witch. And she's the one that's sounding the alarm. The former witch is a a, a lady by the name of Jenny Weaver. Jenny Weaver told CBN News, I actually watched a movie that was very popular when I was in high school, and it was called The Craft. And that movie was about four high school witches that had all of this power, that had all of this control. Weaver will admit that she grew up in a dysfunctional home. Did not have clear guidance, much less clear biblical guidance. Miss Weaver was also vulnerable. She was battling depression. 
do we have any kids out there, middle school, high school, dysfunctional homes, battling depression? Do you understand these gateways? She thought that what she saw in that movie was the power for her to have the way out. Her testimony, she says, I remember hearing those voices. How many young people are hearing voices today? Think about this. I remember hearing these voices. Just kill yourself. Just go away. It would be better off if you would just die. And so, she says, I started to cut my wrists severely. I remember having 56 cuts all up and down my arms. My arms were shredded. And it was a way in my mind that I was able to escape. From cutting, she then went into the demonic realm. From the demonic realm, she learned and became a real, live, true, practicing witch. It was a demonic hold on my life that caused me to open doors to witchcraft and practicing spells and incantations and studying the religion of Wiccan. Do you understand there is a religion called Wiccan? She has a message for you, parents, that are listening today and grandparents. She says, that's why I tell parents when I am ministering. She's obviously turned her life around to the light and the truth. That's why I tell parents when I minister, it's not a joke. When we say, be careful what your children are watching, what they are taking in, and how how they're processing it, I added the last two characterizations. She said, I was able to research and study and go to little shops, which you would really be surprised that you go into a shop and it's actually a witchcraft shop under the disguise of just tapping into energy and quote, new age things. Listen, my friends. She said, I'm telling you, it was one of the darkest times of my life. That realm is very real, just like the kingdom of God. And the Holy Ghost is real. So is that realm. And when you get in that realm and you open that door because the enemy wants to take you out. Miss Weaver also became a lesbian during this time of being a witch. During the time of being a witch, she also became a drug addict. And it took years 
for her to be set free. She said, I was smoking methamphetamines in dope houses. I was sleeping in people's sheds, being torn up by bugs all day long. Also, I remember just crying out to God. I cried out to the top of my lungs. I said, God, help me. And that's when her life changed forever. And she'll tell you that God rescued her. Today, she has a ministry called Jenny Weaver Worships. So I want to caution you, and this is one of your alerts today, just caution you that words matter. Go to movieguide.org. Drill down on what are the worldviews of the shows and the movies that you're looking at. Understand what you're dealing with. And remember, from this ex-witch, it's not a joke. And witches don't fight evil. Witches depicted in this Disney uh, production are inviting kids who are already lost and confused with broken marriages and, and, and dads that are not on the scene. Don't just take this so lightly. I know. I can tell you that kids are in the crosshairs of the devil. I firmly believe that, who goes around like a roaring lion. And these kids are getting so deceived by the confusion that's out in the world today. There is one set of truths And I believe those are the truths that are in the Holy Scriptures. Well, I got another media alert that I want to pass along to you. Just just so you know. This is a just so you know. Some of you may be familiar with the country western cable station. It's called CW. And some of you may have been watching the new series called Batwoman. Now, I wasn't aware of Batwoman. I wasn't aware of the show Batwoman. I didn't know anything about this because that's not in the area of my interest, expertise, or even my monitoring. But um, I want to tell you that there's been another, well, I don't want to call it spoiler alert, but there's been another fact that has come out about this particular character of Batwoman that I think you ought to be aware of. Just so you know, it's in the area of LBGTQ activism. And now a character that I'm told is a beloved character. And a many of Americans grew up reading about this character in comic books going all the way back to 1939. And then this character has been on television in the silver screen. Well, A couple of days ago, last Sunday, the latest episode of CW's Batwoman television series, Batwoman announced to the whole world her sexual orientation. She's a lesbian crime fighter. 
Deadline reports the mid-season premiere episode titled How Queer Everything Is Today, actress Ruby Rose's Batwoman character revealed her sexuality even though it might jeopardize people keeping her identity secret. For those who don't follow the Batman universe, Batwoman is really Cat Kane, the cousin of Bruce Wayne, whose alter ego is Batman. So, Batwoman, after all these years, 1939, she's come out as a lesbian crime fighter. Just so you know, I'm Bill Bunkley. Some final thoughts when I come back. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. If the Senate trial of President Trump, which opens today and extends for who knows how long, were a Broadway show, it would close immediately. The reviews would be bad, we already know the plot, the actors are pathetic, and the end is certain. Only the most radically partisan leftists are looking forward to this. If this were a trial in a real court, the judge would throw out the case and admonish those who brought it for wasting the court's time and money. The left has been trying to remove the president from office since he was sworn in, as most people paying attention know. The plot began on election night, and maybe even before. The left cannot stand not being in control of government and the administration's success, which makes them look bad. And so we get this show trial. On another subject, my new book, America's Expiration Date, The Fall of Empires and Superpowers and the Future of the United States, is being released today by HarperCollins Zondervan. I hope you'll get a copy through Amazon or at your local store. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest growing Christian book publisher. 
Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here live in Tallahassee. Hey, I've got some, uh, I got a weather alert I want to pass along to you. Um, there is a control burn that was taking place in Levy County. Now, Levy County is north and west of uh, our listing area there in the I-4 corridor. In fact, if you uh, can picture... Um, you know, Chiefland, Bronson, that's about halfway between Tampa and Tallahassee. Uh, you've got uh, Williston there as well, as well as Rosewood. That's also the area that you would go through for Swanee and getting down to Cedar Key. Well, if you smell smoke outside, particularly now, uh, what I understand, smoke can be um, you can smell the smoke from South Tampa, but certainly as you get go north in our northern listening area, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker. Well, just don't think that you're breathing in smoke from fireplaces. There was a prescribed burn there in Levy County, and we've got these strong northern winds that are pushing that smoke down into the Bay Area, and uh, it's it's noticeable as far south as Tampa. It was a 7,000-acre burn there in Levy County, and the National Weather Service has even commented that the smoke is so thick that it is showing up on visible radar and satellite imagery. So um, just remember, particularly if you are, say, Pasco County and to the north, um, or even someone like me, but remember that if you are prone to have any respiratory issues, um, your windows should be closed already. Stay indoors to avoid the uh, irritation. Um, and just remember that uh, with what's happening in the atmosphere, the humidity, uh, all of this is just heading, heading south uh, in, in a very uh, noticeable manner. So just want to let you know there's not a big house or a factory on fire. There's no... Um, you know, um, we gave you the, the red flag alert. Nothing has caught fire in our immediate area. This was all the way up around Chiefland, and that smoke is coming in from the north. Hey, if you would, we've talked about prayer. If I could give you something to pray about tonight and tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 
bright and early between the hours of 8.30 and 10 o'clock a.m. Would you pray for, um, in the Senate, the bill that, uh, I think it's Senate Bill 404, if memory serves me correctly, it's uh, Senator Kelly Stargell's bill, uh, the last committee stop for the consent uh, of a parent before a minor receives an abortion. That bill is going to have its last committee stop in the Florida Senate Rules Committee. That's happening. uh, That's the only bill plus the public records exemption. That's the only bill that will be taken up in the Rules Committee tomorrow morning starting bright and early at 8.30. I will be in the chamber at 8.30. I will be expressing my support, uh, our support, on behalf of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. And, of course, uh, what goes along with that is others, but particularly if you are part of a Florida Baptist Church, Florida Baptist Convention Church, which is a Southern Baptist Convention Church, um, about a million Florida Baptists throughout the state, about 3,000 churches. I'm representing you, but uh, I'll be expressing support for that bill tomorrow morning. So prayer warriors tonight is to ask for wisdom for uh, Senator Stargell, particularly those in the Lakeland area. She is your uh, hometown senator. And uh, just pray that, uh, first of all, God's will be done, as we just talked about in prayer and communicating with the Lord. But just pray that, uh, uh, that there would be favor uh, in supporting this bill among a majority of the members of the Rules Committee. And then uh, if it is successfully passed out of that committee, it will then move on to be heard in, in a few days uh, or so. Uh, maybe as early as next week in the Florida Senate. So uh, that will give you something to pray about and uh, a little bit about uh, what is my priority for the morning. Well, we are live in Tallahassee. We'll be here tomorrow as well. Uh, we also would cover it, to, I would cover it to cover your prayers, um, not only for our work here in Tallahassee, but certainly for my health and uh got this bug that is going to take a while to get this virus out of here and I'm dealing with a lot of congestion and and all that goes along with it and it's been several several days and I'm tired of it but uh, I praise the Lord because uh, he's got something good as a result of this but uh, certainly appreciate uh, you lifting us up and as we continue to lift up those in the Florida not only the Florida Senate uh, but uh, in the United States Senate uh, just pray that uh, um, that the wisdom uh, in God's will and all of this impeachment process, as well as for the good of our nation, pray that uh, pray that we would come back to be a nation that doesn't rebel against God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Pray that we return to praising and embracing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I just long for the day that we return to the nation we were at our founding and support of biblical principles and religious liberty. Well, signing off here on a very cold Tallahassee, but we look forward to being with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Wishing you all the well from Jose Cruz and myself and my family, your family. Have a great evening. God bless and good night from Tallahassee.